When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour from the No Name Studio uh, on the bleeding edge of technology at times, other times on the cutting edge of technology. You've got the Rick and Bubba Show. It comes to you from Sweet Home, Alabama to the world uh, via many platforms. Uh, Of course, that's the boldest radio stations in America. That's the simplest way. It's not limited to this, but it is uh, the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Look for those uh, wherever you can find us. Also, uh, our 24-7 tune-in app. It's back and up and running, no problem. 24-7 Rick and Bubba. Live and then archive shows. Even some best-of moments dropped in every now and then. Uh, You can also uh, get us on our podcast archives every day. Listen to the show on your own time, audio only. Uh, you can watch us live and or the archive on our Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. A.D. Van Adler has settled in for another show. He is here, uh, and you can subscribe. Do so. That, uh, that's always good because you get alerts on anytime something new is coming to the YouTube, YouTube channel, including uh, the live show, and then almost every Wednesday, like today, uh, the Bible study. So that'll, uh, that's available to you live or archived. And there's also a best of hour that's put together every day. You can watch that on our YouTube channel or listen to that on our podcast archives, or you can catch it uh, as part of the lineup on Blaze TV. So a lot of ways to get the Rick and Bubba show live and on your time. Find them all at rickandbubba.com. We're missing one, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How are you, Rick Burton? I'm good, buddy. Friends and neighbors, welcome to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. And that microphone is right in my face. (laughs) (laughs) I love Strug Romeo. The dice was loaded from the start And I bet Then you exploded into my heart And I forget, I forget Dire straight, Romeo and Juliet Yeah, buddy So, uh, Bubba, we have a lot to unpack on the program today Pack it, unpack it, unpack it, unpack it, unpack it 
So here we go. Uh, we'll jump in. More stories, ongoing stories, updates, yes, no, what happened? Are you kidding me? Are you serious? All that's out there today. Well, that's that's quite a lineup, Rick. It is. Well, um, I will tell you, and I told Bubba this yesterday, I'm having a, a blast. I've got another meeting I've got to go to today, this afternoon. So Sherry and I, at this stage of our life, obviously, we're, you know, there's a lot changing, a lot going on. I mean, even today, Blake Boomer Burgess, 32 years old today. Yeah, how about that? Big so, Blake. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I have. Three, uh, two. I don't know I have, how I have children this old. I mean, I look <laughs> at myself and I go, well, you Man. can't be that old. Uh, but, it seems like just the other day he was standing on second base peeing into the outfit. I know it. You know? I know it. Yeah. Look, Dad, I didn't wet my pants. No, you yeah. didn't, son. You sure didn't. How about a lifesaver? <laughs> but anyway, so <clears throat> we, um, we're trying to figure out, you know, what do you do in this stage of life? I mean, you're empty nesters. You, you, you had all these, these, the, you had this house, your kids grew up in. Of course, now we're having to, it's at that age now. As a matter of fact, there's a painting job going on there now. We got to paint it. You know, it's up, it's up, it's due for a painting again and all this and More that. More painting, huh? Painting. And Ooh. so the, the thing is that I'm having a blast with this right now. Speedy, you don't know this. I, I shed this, uh, this, the little light on this with Bubby yesterday and okay. he was really digging it. <laughs> so my new thing is, so we're, we're, we're talking and we're in the planning stages of, of moving to the farm full time and, and building a house down there. You know, the, the little tiny, house that's been there the whole time we've been there i mean it's very very tiny i mean it'd be hard i mean there's no way you it's, could put everything in it it's a nice guest house and it's a nice little getaway but it's re- it's a nana papa house yeah, from the 70s yeah and it's yeah. really really old and 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 was was built like i said is that your amount that is uh, we'll get it, down it, it may have been even built before that so so anyway it's been there a long time and it's it's perfect and it's uh, for you know, short stays mm-hmm. and, and Sherry going down there and she wrote the book down there and all that. And then you got Camp House, right? you know, which is, uh, you know, the Tommy Lenore's old place. And mm-hmm. then we turned it into to a Camp House, mm-hmm. which Sherry doesn't like Camp House mm-hmm. World. And we've talked about that. We've kidded right. around. So that's what we have. And, and like I say, these are, these are not something that, you know, we could really live in long term uh, because of just, if nothing else, just the sheer furniture that we, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway... So, and Sherry, of course, is, you know, a big reader and she's just got, I I, I wouldn't, I don't think I'm exaggerating by saying probably thousands of books. Okay. She got her own library. Yeah. So anyway, so we're sitting there. Well, my new thing is, and it's, y'all, it's so fun and I'm really sticking with it because, you know, I can do stone face. Yeah. You're 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 great stone face. And I went there. We have to deal with it quite a bit. and And I told her, I said, you know, I've really been thinking. I said, you know, there's no telling. I don't know how much long, longer Bubba and I can keep this up. I mean, we <laughs> intend to. I said, we really need to not, we don't need to do anything that would, you know, we need to be able to pay for everything, no debt, all that. Right. And I said, so one way that we really could accumulate and not have to be so concerned about the, the future, I think we just need to move down to the little White House, not build anything, sell this house, and just live there. Just bang. Just, just do that. And she goes... And she looked at me. She goes, "Oh!" And this was the the point I was really hoping for. She said, "Well, I mean, just something simple. I mean, where in the world would I put all my books?" I said, "I said, look." I looked at her. I said, "Camp house." Yeah, of course. I said, we'll, I said, we'll I said, build a wall. I said, up there I said "We'll and... go over and we'll just do a big old bookshelf yeah. and, and camp house." 
And then when you want to read, you can go over to Camp House and get you a book. If you could have seen her face and she stares at me, she goes, are you being serious? I said, I think the combination of Camp House and Little White House, all we need. I think that's the plan. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I'll tell you, I said, I said, so I'm going to go ahead and. We, Thinking I want, of money, you say. I said, I, oh, want, yeah. I said, I want you to really start thinking about that. Mm -hmm. and, and she just looked at me. And so anytime she brings up, like, look at that right there. I'd go, well, who's put that in Camp House? <laughs> of course, there's not anywhere to put in the right. House. No, right. no. Right. Let me tell you how weird the Camp House is. I went the other day and I, 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 I looked in one of the bedrooms and I was putting a drum set in there. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing with a drum set? Well, you know, I, I can't decide. I said, please sell this drum set to somebody. This was, this was when young Broderick thought mm -hmm. he was going to be a drummer. Right. Somebody sell this. Well, please. don't you, don't you want to play it? I mean, you play drums. No, I don't, maybe I don't, I, I don't know where I, I don't, I, it's not like a guitar. Nobody likes to hear somebody play drums except the drummer. <laughs> and, uh, and so, um, uh, so anyway, so it's uh, it's 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 a big, with it. big transition time. So no, that's the running joke now. So if y'all get a shot, please do not come out of that. No, and everything's camp house now. Everything. Mm. I said, you know, you got your little fire pit over there by the pond. I don't know what else we need. <laughs> right? It's all right there. It's we got everything we need. Life is already made. Right. I said, Gary, be over here with us. Sure. <laughs> Rick, I'm just afraid you build a house. You're gonna mess your hunting up. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right. So uh, this this uh, this partnership with Bank on Yourself, I'm really starting to get a lot of response to this because you know when we when we lay it out there in front of uh, ourselves, we, we're looking at things we can't quite get around, uh, and we have been so trained. It's kind of like income tax. You know, it was brilliant when the government came up with the idea to actually take it out of your paycheck before you got it. Then you start thinking that money isn't yours. Well, they've done the same thing with retirement plans. Uh, you know, have you been concerned about it? And the answer to it is probably yes. And one of the reasons is the question that kind of haunts us a little bit. Do we really control our retirement money? And I will answer you this. If you got a 401k or an IRA, you don't. The government controls it. Uh, they decide how much you can borrow. They decide when you must pay it back. Uh, they decide what taxes and penalties uh, that you get for taking money out too soon, you know, like when you actually need it, <laughs> waiting too long. Uh, they'll even get you for that. Even though it's your money and, and with the soaring national debt, who knows how much you're going to have to pay in taxes during uh, your retirement that could really, if your health is pretty good and the Lord allows, you could live 30 years on retirement. So uh, if, if you're destined to outlive your savings, and studies show the average person will outlive their savings by almost 10 years, you're going to have a decade where you ain't got no money. Uh, so uh, that's 10 years without retirement income when you need it the most. Uh, so that's proof uh, conventional retirement planning advice has failed most Americans. So why would we continue to do this if this continues to happen? Well, that now, now I'm pointing you to... Uh, to a better way to grow your nest egg, and it's called Bank on Yourself. It is a guaranteed and predictable way to grow your hard-earned money. This retirement plan uh, alternative gives you 100% control of your money plus tax-free income in retirement. Uh, it's guaranteed predictable growth in retirement income with no luck or skill or guesswork required. Your plan doesn't go backward when the market tumbles. Both your principal and growth are locked in. So if you would like some tax-free retirement income, you know what you're going to pay in taxes? That'd be zero. So right now, let's, let's, let's get this report for you. 
Now get a free report with all the details on how to, the Bank on Yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability, tax savings, and control to your financial plan. Just go to bankonyourself.com slash RBS. That's bankonyourself.com slash RBS. Bankonyourself.com slash RBS and get a free report with all the details to bank on yourself. So bottom line is uh, there is no video of Boomer Sison and the other hosts walking out of the studio. Oh, I want to see him get up. So leave. the story just tells us that they did. That's probably one of those things, too, where they think it looks too mean for his co-host to get up and walk out. <laughs> but the bottom line is... You're not supposed to leave the studio. The bottom line is some old-school guy was calling uh, Geo Soft, and, and he took the... Well, the one thing that you're referring to, I had an anxiety attack, and then that's what led to the basically the guy is our dad calling in and he's telling Gio he needs to suck it up and get the job done. And, and and it sounds like he had a hissy fit. Yeah, and and to show this caller that he wasn't a drama queen, he acted like a drama queen. Uh, so. I found uh I, I don't know who any of these people are. I'm so sorry, but I found one of the guys walking out. Okay, all right, here we go. Um, well look, look how mad he is. There's, there's Boomer, Boomer leaving. Boomer's getting up. Look, look he's he Boomer's out. Well, wow. Look, and the other guy's not not even looking at him. Not, that, that, he's just asking him, like Speedy said, if he had a live read to do this. again, so I shut my mic off. Look, he realized Boomer's had I enough. I think they're in a break. I don't think he walked out mm-hmm. mad. I just think it was yeah, a break. I think, yeah, I think, Boomer's, I think Boomer's gone to the bathroom. Yeah. 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 Uh, they have a lot of decoration, but I think our set's better. Yeah, I, I, yeah there we'll you go. All right, so now we're moving into the next uh, job, sports <laughs> uh, sports show uh, drama meltdown. Well, what's going on here in this next? <clears throat> okay, Rick. There's a debate going on about MVPs in Major League uh, Basketball in Nas- the National Basketball Association, uh-huh. NBA. All right. And uh, Kendrick Perkins uh, has suggested that race is playing a role in the NBA MVP voting. Oh, what? It, and and he's referring to uh, uh, the, uh, the NBA. Yes, that's what he's saying. Okay, uh, Nicola. Jokic, I hope I'm saying his name right. I was coached I on it during the right. break. Um, that he about voting for him, and he's a white guy, and and all this stuff. And anyway, they get into it on ESPN. Pretty pretty passionate here. All right, so so here, and this is JJ Reddick okay. talking. You're here first, okay? And they. Um, Sorry, I was screening this up. Do you guys want the long clip of the four A? Four A. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, I got a lot going on here. I texted it back to you when uh, you I didn't asked. See it. I'm sorry. Here, here we go. I want to say. I want to just say something. Back, give, Stephen, give a, I, I mean, uh, Stephen, I mean, I mean no offense to you, and I mean no offense to First Take, because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are, they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you ju- not, yes, you did. I yes, did you did. Not, I did. Yes, you did. That is exactly what you implied, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. <laughs> And you're not about to sit up. We all know like what you implied the other day. We all know what stated, you implied hold on, hold on, just now. I stated, hold on. I stated it's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. The facts. I sure do hope that Gio didn't have to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> he would have <he> <laughs> had more trouble. <laughs> 
Well, all right. So I, mm. if that, you're a racist voter for the NBA, <laughs> the NBA I, I you're to, in the wrong business. I have <laughs> you're to go, gonna have a hard time. I yeah, have, <laughs> I have to go with the guy in the middle. Look, this is a great show. We do great things here. But let me tell you what's wrong with the show when you create these kind of narratives. If you're trying to somehow find that voters who vote for the NBA are racist and 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 they favor white people, I yes, I mean that. That is okay. What and what he was referring to? If they do favor them, they don't get to show their favoritism very much. No, he, he claims that there was racial bias since 1990. That there's been three players who have won the MVP despite being outside the top ten in in points per game average. So it goes back to when 1990. And there's only says. three years of that. He said there's been three people who won the MVP since 1990 who was not even in the top 10 points per game, and all of them happened to be white. That was uh, Jokic uh, in 2021, Dirk in uh, 06, 07, and Steve Nash in 04, 05, and then 05, 06. So he's saying that they didn't have the stats to win that, so that's racial bias. That's his argument. Yeah, well, I can't I, believe we got a white guy in the running for it. I can't I'm even, actually surprised. Well, if from what I from what I'm gathering, and of course he's a foreigner. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't understand. But I thought most valuable player wouldn't really have anything to do. That usually is voted, and I've seen this happen in all sports sometimes when these people are not even on very good teams. Right. That they go without this player, he is the most valuable player to his team because if they didn't have him, they would have no hope whatsoever. Right. And uh, most, scoring leader. most valuable player means that this person makes such an impact on the team they're on, this one is the most valuable to his team mm-hmm. than any of the other players are valuable to their team. Yeah, right. I think by definition that's what I right. thought. That's but what I, I thought I, the I award think, was. Yeah, but I think most of the time you see those guys, uh, they score a lot. That's how they help their team out. So, you know, I don't know if it's a valid point or not. I'm not trying to defend. Yeah, him, I don't know but, either. Yeah, uh, you yeah, know, the, the voters can vote who they, who they want to. I mean, yeah. that's that's why they get to vote. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not a meet this goal and you win mm-hmm. type thing. It is a voted thing. JJ addresses those exact stats and players that y'all are talking about right here. If you guys, yeah, want yeah, to yeah let's hear, yeah, let's hear. It's look, Perk. I want to I want to touch on something that they didn't bring up. This idea that Dirk and Steve Nash were uh, favored to win the MVP because they're white. Um, First of all, you stopped short at 1990. That was your cutoff point for players to win MVP not in the top 10 in points per game, which is a stupid stat to judge MVP on. (laughs) This isn't middle school. 1990, Magic won it. 89, Magic won it. 87, Magic won it. 87, he was 10th. Mm -hmm. 89, he was 15th. 90, he was 18th. Okay. Okay? We, we okay. judge MVP year to year. You also said the criteria or the goalposts change year to year for certain players. No, it doesn't. It, we it vote do. on the MVP. Hold do. on. Hold on. It we do. vote on the MVP Hold based on, on that season. We Anyway. That, but that's, that's a little bit of shut, that's a little shut up, Juice. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I mean, one time Magic won him. He was 18th in the league. Yeah, because he was most valuable to his team than anybody else was. Yeah, anytime, and you see this a lot in politics when somebody goes back Mm -hmm. and they're quoting facts to a certain date. Right, 
if you usually go and look just beyond that, right. you'll find some facts that doesn't favor the and argument. That's what just and happened. everybody does it. And that's what just happened. Yeah. I love what he says. This is not middle school where you play these games on. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. so good. Hey, this guy's oh, mad. And I'll tell you what it is, and I, I just want to break it to everybody, and I think he reached his breaking point. Mm-hmm. Those of us that have wider skin, okay, and it is interesting that, that I thought that you know we were trying to get to the point where we all thought it was ludicrous to judge people on the color of the, the hue of their pigmentation, yep. and I would agree that is ludicrous. But it's ludicrous when you do it to anybody. Right. White people are people of color, yeah. okay? And I think sometimes, and I'm certainly starting to have this too, where you apologize, you apologize, you apologize. By the way, for people that did things you weren't even involved with, mm-hmm. and there comes a point where even white people go, you know what, I'm not going to be called racist again. I've never, I've never lived my life as a racist. I don't, I don't, I don't see it through the lens of racism, and I'm a little tired of being told just because I'm white I do. And sometimes I'm just going to refute it and say you're being ridiculous right now. And he stood up and defended it, and I think defended it well, especially yeah. when he just pulled the magic facts out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the magic facts. Yeah, <laughs> they were magic, right? Yeah. Fifteen minutes. And how about when Magic was on the floor? He was the most valuable. Yes, he and he, was. He probably didn't score the most. No, yeah. but boy, he made the Lakers go, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. And Showtime. that's kind of what the MVP yeah. awards all about. Yeah. I'm the most valuable player to my team. Without me, they would have no chance. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. And sometimes. You get to the point where you get so numb, uh, you can't quite appreciate something or someone, or you know, uh, because you you don't you haven't heard it in a while. And you're about to see how big a gap we have uh, between Ronald Reagan and now President Biden, because today's the 40th anniversary of Reagan's speech, Bubba, and set this up, and then we'll jump right into it. Yeah, it was known as Reagan's Evil Empire speech. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be celebrated. Uh, on uh, is it t- what is today? Today, t- today's the day. Today, Tuesday, yep. or Wednesday. Which Wednesday? Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday the eighth. Yep. In Washington D.C., forty years to the day after the president issued a spiritual confrontation against the communist doctrine and the evil Soviet Union. And, um, and he's speaking to the evangelicals. Is yes, that correct? It, it was a. Uh, let's see, where is that part of this story? Uh, Hadn't got to it yet, Rick. So, yeah. well, anyway, you mentioned he, that the break. he uh, it's known as the Evil Empire speech, right? And uh, one of the groups who were co-sponsoring the 40th anniversary symposium today is the Victims of Communism Museum. Mm, okay. So, for all of you that communists want to be, right. uh, we have a Victims of Communist Museum. So, let's hear. This is a, a good narrated little history because a lot of folks. Um, that are younger than us do not even remember Ronald Reagan, and yeah. this is a little recap leading up to that speech. You're going, you're going to sense a big, large uh, chasm uh, <laughs> between this kind of leadership and what we have now. So here we go. Selected governor of California in 1966, tested the presidential waters in 1968, and in 1976 made a strong showing against incumbent Republican Gerald Ford, but lost. At the convention, he spoke of stakes facing the party the nation, and the world. That we live in a world in which the great powers have poised and aimed at each other horrible missiles of destruction, nuclear weapons that can in a matter of minutes arrive in each other's country and destroy virtually the civilized world we live in. Many in the audience wondered if they had nominated the best candidate. This is our challenge. And this is why 
here in this hall tonight better than we've ever done before. We've got to quit talking to each other and about each other and go out and communicate to the world that we may be fewer in numbers than we've ever been, but we carry the message they're waiting for. Reagan, though 69 years old, ran again in 1980. A lot of party leaders thought he would be a disaster as a candidate, a certain loser. He's too extreme, he's too conservative. And or that if he did win, he'd be a terrible president. Uh, and he proved them wrong on both of those counts. You know, he won 44 states in 1980. Talk about being underestimated. He was the oldest first-term president up to that point. But the sense that there was a new sheriff in town was underscored on Inauguration Day when Iran released the American hostages it had been holding for 444 days. America, however, still had to worry about Soviet expansionism abroad and at home, a devastated economy. In this present crisis, Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Amen. Reagan preached supply-side economics with steep tax cuts to jumpstart the economy. When Ronald Reagan proposes his economic uh, program at the beginning of his administration, there was a great deal of opposition in the House of Representatives, which was still controlled by the Democrats. In trying to convince uh, one of the unions at the uh, Washington Hilton in a speech that he, after he comes out of it, he gets shot by John Hinckley Jr. Reagan winds up recovering uh, and uh, giving a speech uh, in the uh, uh, Congress uh, behind his economic program and uh, just the sense of Ronald Reagan like Lazarus coming back. Uh, this man who many dismissed as this old doddering uh, guy uh, now sort of with vigor uh, standing up before the Congress, it carried the day, and he got his vote for his economic program. The economy did come back. By 1984, his re-election ads proclaimed, It's morning again in America. It's morning again in America. And, under the leadership of President Reagan, our country is prouder and stronger and better. This time, he won 49 states. Meanwhile, his opposition to communism was implacable. He rejected the Nixon-Ford policy of detente. His view of the Cold War was, we win, they lose. Exactly. Uh, what, what, what does peace follow? All-out absolute victory. I didn't realize he won 44 in 80. He won 44 it states was close. in 80. A lot of those states were very, very close. Mm. But... Uh, he was behind in the polls about eight points just a few weeks before that election against Jimmy Carter. Mm -hmm. 44 states and then in re-election, 49 states. Mm -hmm. Almost ran the table. Only a few thousand votes in Minnesota was the difference, and that was the home of Walter Mondale, who he was running against, mm -hmm. Jimmy Carter's VP. Do you think that's why the Vikings are cursed? It's possible. Mm. I mean, it could it's be possible. That's a great question. It's possible, yeah, or it's just a you know a long running history of bad decisions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. But I, we do want to find that clip from the Evil Empire speech, which you know this Rick it, it drove liberals crazy when he did this. Oh yeah, I remember that. You remember how they were with Trump? Were you going to start World War Three? Because you're standing up to evil. Do we have it here? Do we have, or we have to I don't come know back if we have enough time. The, the we have the last two minutes. We could pull it forward. Uh, he well, does call we, When we come back, we'll come back. we'll come back. Let's not rush Reagan with evil empire uh, speech. We've waited years, 40 years 40 to hear it. Years. So. Well, and I've seen all the documentaries about it. 
And the thing that I love, and you've you mentioned before, but I actually saw the actual documentary. Well, even his own handlers were saying, "Don't don't say that." Well, the and, two and, greatest and, speeches in Ronald Reagan's history, the Evil Empire speech and the Tear Down This Wall speech, his own people were begging him not to give it. Right, and I and I love the one. I can't remember if it was Tear Down the Wall or Evil Empire when he looked at his chief of staff and says, "You're not going to like my speech." Yeah, that, <laughs> I think that was the uh, Tear Down This Wall been. because they, they had basically taken it out and he wrote it back in. Right. Yeah. You're not gonna like. My you're, not gonna, you're not gonna care for my speech. But when so uh, Gorby was running all over the the globe with his PR campaign, and him and say, Reagan had enough of it, he said, "Hey, you know all that. All your tea parties are fine, but if you're serious about what you're saying, tear down this don't wall. Don't go to squalling, yeah. huh? It's good stuff. His eyes, how watery they were. Good stuff. Oh yeah. I, I was like, I know pollen's bad out, but uh, we're inside. It's the pollen. Right. I mean, the dang we're pollen. inside. Well, Collins everywhere. It's just yelling. <laughs> and <here>. the uh, <laughs> well, it's leadership. When when you when you say things like government is not the answer, they're actually the problem. And you know, here, here's how we saw. Uh, here's how the Cold War ends. Boy, it's, it's, we win, they lose. Yeah. I mean, where, where's the, good stuff? That leadership is so far gone. Top of the hour, we'll come back and we'll hear some more excerpts as we celebrate uh, 40 years ago, the Evil Empire speech from Ronald Reagan, Ronaldo Maximus. Uh, we'll come back, top of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Um, all right, so we're, we're listening 40 years ago today, uh, the Evil Empire speech from uh, then-President Ronald Reagan. We're celebrating that today. They're doing that in D.C. today, too, uh, 40 years to the day uh, after the president issued a call to spiritual confrontation against communist doctrine and the Soviet Union. And uh, and, and part of this speech, is, and you're going to hear this last part, is he is talking to the church and representatives of the evang- evangelical church in America and he's saying, you know, to the church, you have to see this as a battle between good and evil. Uh, he references C.S. Lewis uh, and screw tape letters where C.S. Lewis, it, it's, it's certainly fiction, but based on biblical um, clarity on how the adversary works. And, and C.S. Lewis taught many valuable lessons uh, to the church uh, on how the adversary attacks. Uh, and he's going to reference and, that as well. And, and Rick, a lot of this, uh, and he's he's making reference to this. The appeasement movement was really big. Here. Yeah, uh, everybody's wrong. Uh, you know, let's all get together. Who are we to judge? And, and Reagan saw it very clearly a different way. And you'll hear that here in about a, this one minute clip. All right. Because, like other dictators before them, they're always making their final territorial demand. Some would have us accept them at their word and accommodate ourselves to their aggressive impulses. But if history teaches anything, it teaches that simple-minded appeasement or wishful thinking about our adversaries is folly. It means the betrayal of our past, the squandering of our freedom. So I urge you to speak out against those who would place the United States in a position of military and moral inferiority. You know, I've always believed that old screw tape reserved his best efforts for those of you in the church. So in your discussions of the nuclear freeze proposals, I urge you to beware the temptation of pride, the temptation of blithely uh, declaring yourselves above it all, and label both sides equally at fault. 
To ignore the facts of history and the aggressive impulses of an evil empire, to simply call the arms race a giant misunderstanding, and thereby remove yourself from the struggle between right and wrong and good and evil. There it is. So, and and those were very bold words even then. Uh, no, there is good and there is evil, and um, you you have to recognize that. And I remember, and there's been others, but uh, the the person I heard speak to it is clear. Uh, was um, uh, of course the at one time president of the Southern Baptist Convention and outstanding preacher and uh, and Adrian Rogers and Adrian Rogers was one of a lot of evangelicals that got to go behind the Iron Curtain after the evil empire fell and the Cold War Cold War was won uh, and he talked to the military leaders and he, you hear him talking about the nuclear freeze that Russia wanted. Yeah, uh, they, they were lying. They were going to keep building anyway. And he said, when I talked to those, um, now they were free to speak to us because of the downfall of the Soviet Union. And they said, we were never going to do away with our nuclear weapons. We were hoping y'all would, and then we would have a, the upper hand, which is exactly what Reagan's warning them about. You can't take them at their word. Uh, if they don't have any moral compass other than them winning and us losing— they don't answer to anything but whatever they want to do. So lying means nothing to them. Yeah, if it advances no their there, cause, they felt like right. that was the moral way to go. And he's <laughs> he's telling the church, don't let this evil empire dupe you like old Screwtape uh, was teaching uh, his uh, protégés, the demons. Uh, don't let them pull you into this because they're hoping you'll see it this way. And when they get you to see it this way, it's going to be to America's demise. And he was correct about that. Wise mm-hmm. words, forty years later today. Yeah, and uh, so uh, so that uh, that will be celebrated today. And just listening to the ability to communicate, whether you agree or disagree, you disagree with Ronald Reagan. You certainly knew where he stood. Yes. Yeah. He could communicate a point, couldn't he? He could. So so anyway, so uh, that uh, you'll see probably some other um, uh, platforms playing that back today. And it's sad when you when you said earlier, Bubba, and it was hard to think that there's there's young people right now that probably don't even know much of anything about him. I know, my heart breaks. I know. That in the eighties, I thought you held it together pretty good there. That last one is it because you had had watched some of it in the break? I'd built up my resistance. Yeah, he he was he was he was numb to it. Yep. Yeah. uh, Is that your kryptonite though? Just hearing his voice, you start to cry. Uh, I you know I, I miss Reagan. Yeah. So you know. And and when you look, I think it's it's more now beyond weeping uh, for Reagan. It's it, just the sadness the, yes, of our country. It's yeah, weeping now, for the country. It right? is the country is, and there's a lot to weep about. Right yeah, now. yeah, lots. Back back to the election, 1984. Their campaign, their whole campaign was built on: Are you better off now mm-hmm. than you were? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and won 49 states. I mean, can you imagine today winning 49 states? Anybody on either side. Well, and now you you see starting the campaign of reelecting Biden, which I don't think any of us, Democrat or Republican, independent, some whatever you are, a montage of. I I don't think there's any walking around logical person that believes that Biden can run a, for a second term. I mean, there's no one really believes. I know you say it because you're supposed to if you're on his staff and everything or in his administration, but nobody really believes that, right? I don't know, Jill uh, Biden, Rick. But, but she doesn't believe that. Do you, do you, well, here, here we have Jill. If you want to try to pull up one, there, yeah, Anna. She's defending but, her husband. Well, well, she's his wife, and she should. But does she really believe that? 
I mean, and she throws out things that every president has to do. Um, I, I would think that there are 30 year olds that can do exactly what he's doing because it, it's been yeah. done. Yeah. So is, is she the best communicator in this administration? You know, she was kind of the default winner the other day. Well, mm-hmm. now Whoopi says she's also a fantastic dog. Well, she <laughs> is. Yeah. Right. You've got a cold. She can take care of you. <laughs> All right. So here, here's the first lady. Now your husband is 80 years old. Mm-hmm. If he wins a second term, he would be 82 at inauguration. What do you say to those people who say maybe he's too old to be president? Are those fair questions and conversations to be having? I say, look at what he's done. You know, look at what he's doing. Look at how um, physically he's got the good bill of health from the doctors to his physicals. But how many 30-year-olds could travel to Poland, get on the train, go nine more hours, go to Ukraine, meet with President Zelensky. His energy level, his level of passion. So look at the man. Look what he's doing. We are. We, we, we are. Yeah, that's I don't know that that's a good argument, we, Dr. G. We, we are. <laughs> As he's in <laughs> Delaware. Today. Look, I, with all the staff and with all the doctors, without anything, we can physically get a human body through all she just mentioned, what I'm asking is, does he know he's in Poland? Does he know he's meeting Zelensky? Um, I, we can physically get him there. I mean, that, that's not some big feat. That's the requirement of being president. Uh, how many 30-year-olds? I would say all of them. Uh, I mean, <laughs> many. many can get many, can many. take this trip. Most. Right, yeah. Uh, I, I can take this trip. I've taken similar trips. It's not, it doesn't require you being some sort of superhuman. It's not, it's, it, it's not pleasurable at times but our bigger question is does he know where he is does he know that he's not on thomas the tank engine when he's on the train <laughs> that that's what we really want to know we, we we've heard him talk we've heard him mumble we've seen him ramble we do watch him physically i know he tries to do that little watch me run a little bit but he's walking his feet the way they are we've all seen this he he does not have a grasp of his cognitive skills and and everybody tries to talk around that by going look how physically he's still moving around well, I mean, my dad uh, can physically move around pretty good, too, uh, but he, he has Alzheimer's, okay? So that really isn't – and my dad could take that trip. You give him the same staff or whatever, he can take that trip. Now, he's not going to know where he is, but yeah. he, can, he can take it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just – they're just playing a game with us. I mean, and, and it's – it goes back to this again. I mean, I just don't like being spoken to like you think I'm that big a chunk. <laughs> you, you know, like I'm going to watch that. What first lady said, oh, you know what? I was wrong. I feel better. You know, I didn't think about that. You're right. (laughs) He's falling off. Just watch him. Why do they keep telling us to just watch him? Yeah, We We do. That's what we're concerned about. (laughs) I I would find another point to push. You should say don't watch him. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Well, I know the kickoff hour covered this, but it is a it is a downer day. Bubba, where do you and I know most of us from where we're from, we do not call them Reese Cups. We call them Reese Cups. Right, I Reese. don't know why, but we do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh it's uh it's almost in uh you know, do, do you and or call them Reese Re, do you call them Reese Cups? I call them Reese's. Yeah. Reese's Cups. Reese's. Uh I call them Reese Cups. I think Reese's Cups is the correct thing. Terry calls Reese Reese Pooh. Greasy poo bothers him. Yeah, oh, that would bother me too. Yeah. He's eighteen. My yeah, ass. yeah, yeah. He's eighteen. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, yeah. Reese cups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Here's that's my You always call. You also yeah. always say Reese cup. I think you, so. you say Reese's cups, Reese's and I cup. say Reese cups. 
So, uh, and I think Reese's Reese's Cups is the actual correct, as I said. I just call them good. Uh, Good stuff. Bubba, where do you rank the Reese Cup or Reese's Cup or Reese Cup in Candy World? It's strong. It's yes. way it's 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 definitely a level. Are you an eat chocolate edges guy and then go for the middle, or you do it all together? I just bite and go right through. Do you it. bite through mm-hmm. it or put the whole thing in? Um, usually two bites. Two bites. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, do you eat the uh, chocolate around the edge and go for the middle? Mm-hmm. I go two bites. Two bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I in a tight, I'll go one. Really? Yeah, now I'm, yeah, I'm capable of one. Yeah, it's I been forever since I've had yeah. one, but it's yeah. been a minute. Now, if you get the minis, look out. Yeah, never had those. Yeah, you have oh, the miniature Reese cups. I don't think so. No, Rick, yeah. Yeah, the you, aluminum fall. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're have they're gold. Gold. Have I? Yeah. Yeah. You have something common. You have. I've seen you eat it. Look at me, Matt. Greg, you just made. You just added that. You know they've got a six years. I've seen him eat. Tell you Joe Biden is what you're talking about. Take one of those and dump it in some coffee. Dump one of those and let it settle and melt. Yeah, I remember that time, Rick. We were in the tenth grade. I was, and you ate something. Right. You know what? You know what? I'm just about to give in, but I think it's a knockoff. I put the mini ones in an in ice cream before. Rick, yeah, probably. I'm not talking yeah. about those little tiny hey, ones. No, hey. not from the. They're, they're, Rick, they're you're about, talking about yogurt man. I'm think talking Hershey about Hershey Kiss. You get a bag full of them. Size with a it's gold yeah. aluminum foil. There it is. Yeah, you it's, get it a lot of times for Greg, uh, Greg, what is it? Foil? Like for Valentine's. I think something. I found those frustrating. Hey, hey, look at me. They're so small. Get a whole sack. They don't, don't die on this hill. You know what they're they are? Just move on. Yes, I've had them. Halloween. A lot okay. of people give them out. All right, Greg. Okay. So the little, you just peel it back. It's got a little thing around it. You got yeah. the minis, and that's the unwrapped ones. And that those are what tiny. I, those are the tiny, ones Greg put in ice cream. The right? miniature cups okay. are the ones Greg is talking about, and those mm-hmm. are the, in the foil. Okay. Yep. That's it. Okay. I, I will acknowledge I've likely had those. <laughs> well, I don't, Rick I, acted like they were something rare. Well, I didn't what? know. No, it, I it, it, it threw me for a minute. <laughs> I wish we had a bag of them right it now. It threw me for just a minute. But anyway, I don't understand this. Some <clears throat> somebody tell me why Reese cups would be offensive to vegans. Right. I don't know, but the, what what in it is it the what the milk the the, the, uh, the milk, the milk. Uh, I, they announced two uh, new dairy free plant based chocolate products yesterday. It's going to be the Reese's plant based peanut butter cups and the Hershey's plant based extra creamy with almonds and sea salt bars, and they were they're replacing uh, milk with oats. Let me tell you something. Anytime they tamper with chocolate, it gives you the farts. I'm just going to let you know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Good to know. Good Anytime to know. they tamper with yeah, chocolate, look out. If you've ever eaten sugar-free chocolate, you won't do it again. Mm. I mean, okay. I mean, it's not worth it. I mean, I, I mean, there's gas and then there's misery. Rick, let me ask you this: If you're really worried on the vegan <laughs> front, if that's your thing, right? Get out of it. Wh- why are you? Why are you worried about Reese cups? Why are we catering you know, to these people? I know. Just it. go get you a handful Plant of kale based. and enjoy the afternoon. Yeah. You know, and they haven't released all the nutritional information mm. on the new bars, but they say it's got the same amount of calories as the regular. Uh, so, but it uh, it does have well, instead of milk, it has oats. Oat chocolate instead of milk chocolate. Can you? That imagine? does not sound good. Can no, you I'm a huge fan of milk chocolate. <laughs> but I'm, yes. but I'm with Bubba. I don't like when the vegans of the world we we fall all over ourselves to give them a hamburger, 
Now we're giving them a Reese cup or a Reese's cup. I just don't think they're that big of numbers. No, you know, no. And how about this? And if, if that's if, your thing, that's fine. Just don't you don't dictate to me. I'm not going to dictate to you. Right. It, you've chosen. And I don't think they freedom are. in eating. You, you've chosen. All fairness, they, they are. They're out the to get us. Out. They're, they're out trying to, to take my steak, they and they yes. can get it from my cold they're, dead hands. It's a Middleton yes. vegan, and there's Middleton vegans. If they had their way, we interviewed yeah. them on here. They would take meat, and they would take Reese's cups and milk chocolate away from all of us. And I'm not going to stand for it i'm not going to sit here and let it happen sick of it and i say if that's your road you've chosen a road that does not feature a hamburger and it does not feature a reese's cup and that's the that's your choice i respect your choice but you got to move on I just don't think there's a big enough market for this. No, I don't. Either. I know this, this is this is this sad thing that out. we're seeing in corporate America now. <laughs> You've you, you, ha- you have all these people with all these titles, and they've been living, you know, working at home for months and months, mm-hmm. and they feel like they got to bring something to the table. Thank you. You know, uh, we got to have something new. We got to have. Uh, let's go after uh, this market or that market or the vegans. Mm-hmm. The vegans are not going to be signing up for chocolate. No, Come on. if they're if they're real. No, no. no. They they love being they love to be the. Let person. me ask you this: Are there any people that make vegan food trying to market to fat people? No. <laughs> this is a plant based diet, but we've snuck meat in it Thank for you, you guys. They never go <laughs> the other way. You never do that. They meat never go based. the other way. <laughs> what a they idiot. never do. And, and I'm going to go back to this. <clears throat> they're they they love to be put in a position where they have to tell you they're vegan. So you don't if we make the world where they never have to say anything, it takes away what they love to be able to say, No, thank you, I'm vegan. They love to say that. So give them their opportunities. Hey, you want a Reese's cup? No, thank you, I'm a vegan. Really, what bothers you about this? The milk that comes from animals. Oh, good. I'm glad you got to Is do that. Is that how they say it? Yeah. It comes from animals. What if they did CrossFit mm-hmm. too? Really? And they want to look at you like you barbarian. Again, if you want to be vegan because you choose to or you need to for health course, reasons, well, yeah. that's all fine no and good. Too. But I have never in my life understood how that farming mm. for cattle is somehow bad, but farming for plants saves the planet. The tractor has to run either way. Yeah. It does. As a matter of fact, it does a whole lot more running. It does a whole lot more running to grow plants. It more than covers what a few you know, cow farts would be. Yeah. And, and I'm telling Which you. Which, when they brought that up, I thought, well, you're, you're yeah, really stretching. They've lost you're, all yeah. credibility at yeah, this point. You're, you're shooting threes and, now. And then look at this circle you're getting yourself in. We have video. We play it I'm, and audio, too. I'm not going to play it right now because it's a little lengthy, But and we're getting up against the break. But we see people that worship plants oh, and worship trees. Are mm-hmm. they mad that, that, that plants are being eaten? I think they are. So how, you see the circle we get in. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to be a good salad. Somebody what? You Somebody's got to be eating. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love a good salad if you put enough dressing on it. Some bacon bits <laughs> and and meat. You put that thousand calories on there. I could eat anything. Bubba, I'd yeah. eat a pine cone. and meat. Yeah. if you put some meat on. Oh there yeah, for that's me. would you. This was, <laughs> would you like protein on the side? Well, yes, I would. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking. Yeah. And, you know, lettuce doesn't bring anything to the table. It's not even good for you. Rick, it's a thistle. It has no nutritional value. You know, it keeps the bus moving. You but, can't, you know. Yeah, I mean. That's it, about it. That's about it. Um, was it you that was lactose intolerant? He uh, thinks he I, is, he, he's not. No, he, I, nobody I can a, eat as much no, he ice cream. He doesn't okay. have a lactose. He doesn't. I have a sensitivity to it. I was just going to say, they're not going to have milk in this. Is that going to help? 
this version is just gonna be this, old. He, I like the other. He's one. not lactose intolerant. He's not. Yeah, he claims to be, but I no, see him eat really stuff. That he to- I see him tolerate it quite he a bit. He tolerates lactose. Yeah. yeah. Bubba, anybody can eat enough ice cream; they have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I, I, it's not necessarily a medical condition. <laughs> I, I have <laughs> Reese's. If I eat, if I eat eight nine Reese's, I'm going to the bathroom too. <laughs> but it's not the milk in there, guy. It's it's a, it's a, I'm actually allergic to milk. Oh, oh my god! Now he's allergic to milk. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, Bubba, you sure well, did push said, through. Boy, you are. I'm sorry, Bubba. I, I just thought this was going to be another Look, alternative. I'm, I'm sorry, for you. guys. I've, I've been, had an allergy uh, test. They said I'm allergic to milk. Uh, so I'm sorry, is, the doctor outranks you. What <laughs> kind well, of reaction do you, do you have? Why do you eat ice what, cream? Then? What kind of reaction do you have? Uh, usually uh, uh, sinus stuff. You know, mm-hmm. runny nose and all that. Oh, I can, you can soldier so through. You can soldier through that. Oh, yeah. Ice cream just so when it. you scream yeah, allergies a lot, <laughs> we need to look into the milk consumption. <laughs> well, I don't. You know, I don't drink milk. I never have. You sure do eat it, it though. I, I will eat some ice cream and milk chocolate and milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. I, I love, love milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. Love it. But you know, I ain't I've, I just, I've never. I cannot remember ever just drinking a glass of milk. Oh, I I don't a lot, but I Um, I drink about one a week. We'll take your phone calls next. (laughs) 866 We Be Big. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What do you want to talk about? Lines are open. It's time. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Uh, bring them in. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's hear from you. Uh, make a comment. Ask a question. Bring information to the table. Uh, and uh, we'll run through as many of these as we can. No shameless plugs, no meaningless shout-outs. Uh, all that uh, not allowed uh, in the phone troll, but we do take comments, questions, bringing information to the table, and lines are available for you if you'll move right now. Jack in Alabama. Does he know Jack? He'll get us started. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phone to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone troll. Jackie, go ahead. You're on the Rick and Bubba Show. Morning, man. Hey, hey, I had a suggestion about uh, you guys should go on Undercover Boss, and they could like dress you up in like skinny suits or some kind of uh, disguise, and y'all come on the air. See how that would go for the for the audience. Well, you know, uh, I, I don't know about a skinny suit. You know, you can put on a fat suit, right. but I don't know that you can go the other way. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I mean, you'd need a carving knife. You know, I'm a, I've yeah. never heard of a skinny suit. I, I don't even know. Does it does it squeeze you? I mean, what ain't enough buckles on that baby. Now, they haven't made made any of those. Uh, What's that underwear that women pull up girdles type thing? That uh-huh. not not to make us look lean. I I don't I don't think that's going to be possible. Uh, and plus, us coming on the air, undercover boss would mean that none of the other guys on the show know who we are. Right. And I just don't. I think our group may be too yeah, small for that. I think when I sit down and start doing the show, and so does Bubba, it's going to be a dead giveaway. Yeah. Uh, but I have seen that show. And it is pretty interesting. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see it more, but it's not on the time that I'm available. I guess. Yeah, it was one of those shows I kind of got into that I faded. Yeah. 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 Guys, it's a sign of the end times. I was just on the internet the other day, and I saw an ad. 
And what you guys are talking about for women are like these spanks and spanks, things, that's yeah, it. things yeah. like that. I saw a gigantic hairy belly being mm. pulled, having some like tight underwear being oh. pulled up all the way to the chest level. So they were slimming underwear for men. Yikes. So Sign, my video uh, made it online. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is it. This is it. The world's done. We're done. I, yeah. I didn't realize you and I have wore the same shirt today. We, we are. We we're, have exactly the same shirt we're on. We're back in black. It looks like we're about to put on white gloves and do Our God is an Awesome God. Or <laughs> <laughs> mm, you're about to announce the new Apple line. Right. One of he those. still had some flow, Rick, long hair. He could be like a mini-me. Yeah. Oh, I could stand I there could right walk by around with him like mini-me. Yes. 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 Golly. Uh, Marcia. Kentucky, go ahead. Hi, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Marcia. I'm calling from Kentucky. I just wanted to comment on the conversation you had going this morning about the Reese's, Reese's Cup. Yeah. Um, I'm oh, I'm, they're delicious. You can't deny it. We've always known they've been made by the devil because anything that good comes from the devil. Yes. <laughs> but, um, wanted you guys to comment on the fact that Hershey's, and ironically being National Woman's Day, um, pushing this Hershey transgender candy bar they've got out today. Uh, you know, I saw somebody with a picture of that. I didn't really understand. See, when you get into the transgender world, the pronouns and this, it's really hard to follow. And I saw somebody holding up, you know, the, saying woke, you know, Hershey's woke and they've carried wokeness too far. And when I saw what they had written on the bar, I, I know I'm a good and I couldn't really follow it. I didn't really mm-hmm. understand what it was Why? even saying. If you're I don't. Who again, this goes back to the boardroom. People who apparently uh, have nothing else to do, but they come up with these new marketing things that are just all. I mean, just make your candy. You know. Oh uh, my goodness! Don't overthink it. Yeah. Look. All right. So I didn't. It's for International Women's Day, and they've got dudes. Mm-hmm. I think that's today. Her by for the way. she. Uh, was, yeah. International Women's Day, I believe, is today. I didn't understand. What her for she means. Yeah, what what does that what, mean? What does that mean? Hershey's are for people that want to go by she. No matter. Right. But isn't that just women? Isn't it just women's day like like we just said Ooh, and she said? I but, don't know. but they're showing men in the commercial as, as women? Yes. These are so Hershey's is saying for International Women's Day, check out these dudes. They're the greatest women you've ever seen. Once again, men can now even claiming we can be women better than women. What are we doing? Wow. And back to what you said, Bubba. Is there anybody that's going out to stock up on Hershey's today that this is a make or break for? No. Yeah. I mean, no, it might make me pass on one when I was going to get one at the C store headed yeah. to the farm anyway. Well, it goes back to what we said about trying to do what I think is, you know, our, our goal is to do a, a show that is clean. Because if you think about these people, like when satellite radio first came out, and then the Sterns of the world that used to be considered edgy now can just cuss and swear all they want to. Mm-hmm. Well, there are people that would not listen to the show if if we were, you know, uh, had made a different decision on how we did it. But there's no one that says, you know what, I'd like that show better if it was just a little more dirtier. Uh, I wish I wish they cuss a little more. Yeah. I mean, why don't Marie you? Did. Why, yeah, why don't you? Why don't you just stay out of this thing, Hershey, and just do candy bars? Yeah, yeah. just do that, candy bars. Have she, a promotion yeah, and give she, some away. Give somebody she, a tour of the factory. Yeah. Give them lifetime supply. You know all yeah, that. Good but stuff. her and she is in Hershey's. So yeah, but but I know. But think about. <laughs> don't you think transgender people were eating Hershey's anyway? Now you're going to upset the people that are tired of this being crammed down our throats and. And and now we're more apt to say I'm not I don't I don't know that I want a Hershey bar now right right look I 
f- push back against the woke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today's International Women's Day, and August 9th is National Women's Day, if you want to separate them. And apparently they do. I don't. I don't even know what that I means. I don't, I don't pay attention to any of them. When uh, is dr- Dudes That Dress Like Girls Day? When is that? Yeah. That, well, that's actually called the uh, Drag Day. Okay. Uh, Chris, we need to get excited about space exploration or something, mm-hmm. okay, because we've got too much time on our hands. <clears throat> Let's go to Chris in Alabama. Chris, go ahead. Maybe gardening. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey. hey. I just had a comment about the price of eggs. Okay. I was wondering if, what you guys think. If maybe the reason eggs are so high is because they're coming now from roosters that identify as hens. <laughs> there was a rooster problem that caused some of this. Straight up. Uh, Rick, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Rick? It's you. Go, Rick. All right. Um, got a question. I've heard several celebrities use this term, and then the other morning when y'all came back from break, I heard Toby Mack use the term dirty south. What is that referencing? I've never known that either. I, I've heard that, you know, uh, Toby first said, uh, people are from the dirty south. I don't know what that means. I mean, where where did the, I know it's supposed to be a positive, it's, like it's I'm just, uh, edgy. I'm, I'm, yeah, but, yeah right. but I'm with you, Rick. I, I've never known where that came from because that developed when I was too old to be hip to the group. I, I kind of yeah, took it, was, it as we're we're proud of where we are, even though we ain't perfect. Agriculture is what I always thought. Mm-hmm. Is that what so everybody's yeah. got different like, ideas? We're, we're farming. We're out here getting dirty. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. appreciate you guys being with us yeah uh people that were asking dirty south became a term of endearment for many people over the years as its root though is a reference to the history held in the soil of the region the blood the sweat the pain uh that uh that uh, and how the agricultural industry here uh you know one time that was uh, the major economy here farmers and that's what it refers to so the soil in the region, and uh, so that that's dirty uh, south. I dare to south. Uh, all right, so uh, we we also have to continue uh, a look uh, at your America. America. Walking together through the promised land. Well, uh, the the left is not happy. Uh, they, um, it was, uh, some of the, the things that have been said, uh, it, it, <laughs> about, uh, Fox news, uh, went and demanded, uh, security footage from the January 6th, uh, incident in DC, uh, at the Trump rally that, uh, that, you know, it's been called insurrection and attempt to overthrow the government and bloody and evil and, and all of this. And, uh, so 26 months after this happened, we get footage that is just bizarre. I even saw an interview last night with a policeman who is no longer on the force because he said he, he did fear for his safety. And the way that he was able to maneuver through the crowds was to put on a MAGA hat 
And that way that uh, the crowd did just let him go wherever he wanted to go. And he said, I was doing that to try to do my job and I was removed for having it on. Uh, and, uh, and he was being very critical because he said, we were asking for help. Uh, we, we were then, tr- and we couldn't get anybody to help us. Uh, we tried to get the national guard. Uh, they said they didn't like the optics and the quote, I'll never get that past Pelosi. Um, and because they said we had the, 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 the intelligence on this, we had all the information we could ever have wanted that said, this could be a tinderbox. And if we had had the, we, we didn't even have hardly any of the Capitol police. We have over a thousand that are trained. We couldn't get them. We could have had the national guard. We couldn't get that. And, and you start thinking that the left almost set up a trap that they wanted something to take place. And then when you see the footage we saw yesterday and it's readily available, uh, where you see Capitol policemen walking around with these protesters and letting opening doors for them and, uh, they're not arresting them. They're not doing anything to them and telling them just to behave and and giving them access to the Senate uh, floor. It just looks odd. Yeah, it, it really does. It, it's um, disturbing. No matter how you feel about January the 6th, what you think happened, what you want to call it, uh, right or wrong, whatever, the footage of this guy known as the shaman, who has been sentenced now for like four years, <laughs> right? I mean, we got people murdering people. The uh, what is getting it? Getting out quicker, the, and there the, he is. He he had a headset on. It was yeah, very loud. Wow, it was very loud. Uh, the, uh, but the, but the uh, what uh, this footage that was shown on Tucker's show? Yeah, it was it was confusing yeah. because you think the police are walking with him. Uh-huh. At one time, there's nine of them standing within arm's length of him, and they're doing nothing. Yeah. And right. Kevin McCarthy handed over all the January 6th footage over to Fox News, and so that's how they have it. Right, and and what's going to be odd now is you're going to see the left losing their minds over the freedom of the press. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't understand their anger about oh, this. Yeah. I would be questioning why this was taking place would be a, a better question. Well, I'll tell yeah, you, tour. I, I'll tell you why they're mad is this shows that when we actually had the hearings, all they used the hearings for was to trash Trump. And they're like, well, I think the hearings probably should have revolved around how our capital was not protected better. Uh, and, and, it, and, it, it, and they did not do that. And that's been revealed that based on everything we know, the whole hearing should have been about we, why were we not protecting the Capitol better than we did? Mm-hmm. But it turned into we're all here to trash Trump. Yeah, and, and, and this shows that that was way off base. They should have been focusing on holding people accountable for the garbage that we now see. But, oh, Chucky Schumer. I don't think you should call them insurrectionists. I think you should call them undocumented tourists. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. So here's Schumer is mad not at what he's seen in the video. He's mad that you got to see the video. <laughs> These lies continue tonight. Rupert Murdoch, who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it, has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth and from letting him go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such opprobrium, but because our democracy depends on it. Okay, so buddy. I, I don't, I don't, I don't follow uh, Senator Schumer's thought process here. That by looking at video, 
that we had not previously seen from January the 6th that somehow undermines democracy. It To me, him trying to keep Tucker Carlson from addressing the issue Thank is you. undermining democracy. Well, remember, the fascists always call their opponents fascists. Right. I, I hate to break it to Chucky Schumer, to Bubba's point, if you're trying to limit the freedom of the press to get information to the people of the country, in this country, that's what fascists do. Uh, and I and think Tucker is asking a valid question that we all were asking. This guy got the heaviest sentence from anybody that was involved in this, I'm using quotations, insurrection. Um, he doesn't appear to be very violent. Was I that mean, eight officers that, he just walked nine, through? Right. Nine. Nine. in the yeah. world. All right, so um, he, like he's, not, that, he's not beating on the door. He's not beating anybody with a flag stick. They're just walking <laughs> through. Uh, basically, it looks like he's on a tour. I mean, it really does. Uh, I don't think that's a four-year sentence right there, guys. I just don't. Should we be concerned that a guy's walking around in the Capitol being escorted to the Senate floor, and he has a buffalo head on? Yeah. If they were worried about him, they could have got him out. Them nine officers standing right there could have escorted the old shaman right out. And then he gets up there and delivers a prayer thanking God for the police officers. I have nothing to <clears throat> that assume. Is just, I don't. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm not even I'm picking. Saying they the side. should be in there. I'm just but. saying this is very odd. So, but thing. see, that's their beef. Right, so they're saying, and their point is, the the Democrats, Schumer and them, is that 44,000 hours of Capitol surveillance footage was handed over right. to Tucker Carlson by right. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and. And Tucker released the first installment of, of his analysis of the tapes, and he told the viewers that the vast majority of the protesters that breached the Capitol were just orderly and meek sightseers, sightseers and they're saying that he cherry-picked what he's showing to make it, to, to portray as though they're just kind of walking around. But now this has just been the first installment, right. so they're right. upset that he's trying to show a different angle to what really happened. That's their big beef. I, I I'm just he, telling you what they're I think saying. He's just, yeah, I got that, and I got that, and mm-hmm. I understand that argument. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, this guy, okay, the the, the shaman, <laughs> it's funny we're calling him that. Right. The QAnon shaman. He, he, got, he, was, he was put on trial. He was sentenced to four years in prison, the heaviest sentence of anybody, <clears> right, <throat> the, from what Dang. I've read. Yeah. And it doesn't look, I mean, he wasn't breaking windows out. There may be some people there that need to go to jail for, yeah, for a long period of time. There is footage of windows being broken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, what we're seeing right there, it doesn't look like mm-hmm. he is uh, a threat because the police obviously doesn't think he's a threat. Yeah, standing there. Well, crowd, it goes though. back to the larger point because what the left is doing, Speedy said, is right. But what they're hoping you will not put together mm-hmm. is that the footage we're seeing shows you that they – they created the tinderbox that even led to the people that did do things that they should go to jail for. Right. They they could have called this. It could have never happened, and they let it happen because it was a beneficial narrative for them against Trump, and this is what's being revealed. So, yes, it's true you can show us footage of people that need to be in jail, but what we want to know is that could have been avoided. And why the hearings weren't about that, mm-hmm. that's that's where well, people are questioning. Because yeah. there was no Republicans allowed to be on the committee. Yeah, yeah. It was nothing but a big PR push to slam Trump. Guys, I can that's only all. assume watching that footage, they saw the guy in the Buffalo outfit, and they're like, we need a picture of this guy in the halls of Congress. Let's get him in there. That's the only thing I can assume. Yeah. And that sounds crazy. But when you look at the footage, it looks like that's what's happening. Yeah, it does. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next.
Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so we have a, a Florida man, 60 years old, and we have a package, and he has broken uh, the record of, of an, this many push-ups in one hour. It's the mm-hmm. most in an hour. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Uh, Here's a lot. I, has he already done it? Because this yeah. is just him talking about yeah. attempting it. Yeah, okay. yeah. He does. We have a number here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> here he is talking about it. Uh, well, to officially break the world record for men's push-ups in <clears throat> one hour. The record stands right now at 3,182. Uh, I plan on doing over 3,200 if my body will, will let me do it. So. Rob has done approximately 160,000 push-ups in the last year preparing for this. And no uh, oh, is that a, that count? Hey, that's a little. That, that, that wouldn't count in PE class. Maybe he's just warming up. That's a short throw of a, of a push-up. So the strategy, Are we counting that? Uh, for doing yeah. the most I can get in an hour. Yeah. Uh, P.E. class, that wouldn't count as a short He's getting his arm all the way. He's not locking his arms, but he's um, approximately seven going seconds. to the ground and coming up. More and I'll just he's just not locking his arm out. i got to tell you, the guys that have helped me wouldn't count them. Well, he's uh, they videoed it, of course, as you can see, and they've handed it over to Guinness World Records to verify. i got a goal, and I want to achieve The fast-forward push-up is tough to watch. got a little jackrabbit in Greg, I hadn't seen that, that kind of quickness as that monkey got loose. <laughs> so, how, how many? Adler, how many is he doing at a time before he's taking a break? 12. 12. They're running 12. I think they're 12, 12, 12. I mean, the guy's in good shape. No, he's in good shape. He's 60. Let's not forget that. I'm taking nothing away from him. Now he's working that butt cut. Yeah, he is. But but I just don't think these are push-ups that, that, that people would count. I Guys, know. I mean, I'm not saying this I is phenomenal. Let's go. That's ridiculous. Hey. No, Coach wouldn't count that one. It is phenomenal no, no rep. for somebody to be doing that at 60, but those are not push-ups. No. That's not no. a push-up. No, no. That's not a push-up. That's holding no. myself up and doing it. I mean, it's impressive, but it's not a push-up. Why do they count it? I don't know. That's it, a great does question. That, does that qualify as a push-up in the eyes of the record holder? Apparently, yeah, evidently, it does. Well, I'm gonna start doing them well, like what that. In the world, I mean, he look. I'm, I'm look. He's cut. He's incredibly he's built. Inc- for he's a incredible shape yeah. for a sixty-year-old. No doubt about he's that. He's incredibly built for a twenty-year-old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. taking they, nothing away I, from him. I'm just a little gray on what's considered a push-up. Are All right, they so drug testing? Eight, Coach Durbin wasn't allowed that one. No, we had to start over. In April of 2022, an Australian, Daniel, whoever. He had the uh, world record at 3,182, so uh, and I'm sitting here watching him do the push-ups, and it's very similar. Yeah. So I can uh, do they, a million I think they of those. <laughs> he's he's, I, he's locking sure. out a little bit more, but, I mean, it it, it pretty much looks well, I guess that's I illegal. Let me, let me I guess ask you this. Illegal. I didn't get counted on that yesterday. Right. Let me, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I think Adler could break the one-minute record. It's 144. I agree. Of those? Of those? Oh. I think Six, you could. 144. That's could you do it for the show seconds. and we do it right here? I mean, that guy. How many is that a second? He's how putting you two, on the spot, Adler. How many that's, straight that's, up? That's, that's, straight, that's tough. I don't. I mean, you're in good shape. Well, you there. have to train for it. I'm Y'all not saying do it. I'm not minute. saying do it next. Soon, what if Bubba we, dove down? I've went. got a timer right here. Hey, we was, can, y'all you want to do it? I'm on you. We got to come back, Adler. I mean, you need to come back. I want to see you do it like a like a like a sewing machine. Go. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you got How many me. was that? You got me. You got me. Uh, that's so good. I think th- 
I think all you got out of that was twins. That's so good. Great form, pal. Great form, pal. That's good stuff. All right, here's now the military people saying that would not be a push-up in the military. Okay. sure. Guys, I'm just telling you, it's not a push-up. This is the guy that held it right here. No, he's going up more, way more. Yeah, he's going way. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't count that. You Impressive. know what? I'd like to. I'd he's like not to hear from this guy today. I'd like to hear from this guy today. This yeah. guy's a 60 year old who's in great shape. Period. But he's not the world record push-up person. Well, let me ask you yeah. this: What there has to be a standard? What is this? Well, what, apparently, what he you made have it. to do to make it a he did. push-up. He, apparently, he made it. Does that just come off the ground? At I all? guess 3264. They counted it. <laughs> Leslie in Alabama. Leslie, go ahead. Hey, how are we doing this morning, guys? Good. We're great. Doing good. I just uh, was listening to y'all talking about the video from January 6th and Chuck Schumer up there crying like a big baby upon it. <laughs> but Mitch McConnell did, too. Did, did, I haven't seen it. Did he make a fuss about it as well? Oh, yes, he did. About Tucker? Yes, he did not want those videos released just as much as Chuck Schumer. Well, again, I, what what in that where you see this guy walking around is so damaging to everybody and such a threat to democracy? To me, not seeing it as a threat to yeah. democracy. I agree, because what you see looks like nothing but a setup. Well, and th- there are people that I know personally who know people who despise Donald Trump and went to that just to be to cause trouble. So I, I know that went on. I mean, that's been documented, too. Um, it's just strange. I really expected the machine gunners to open fire on them, Rick, and I've said that. I, I, don't, I just didn't think you could get a mob and go bust in the Capitol without any guns. Well, you can if they let you. Right. Yeah, well, that was that the helps. point. Yeah. That was the point. Right. I mean, the, 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 this was a insurrection of flagpoles. Here's right. a quick. I mean, that's just not, shouldn't happen. If y'all want it, here's 15 seconds of Mitch McConnell. Uh, let's hear him, too. It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. Okay. Well, again, your your chief enforcement officer at the Capitol, no offense, is the government, and if somebody who's a private citizen sees it different, that's their right to say so, and the public can decide. Well, right, and don't forget what the freedom of our press revealed is they also interviewed people who were part of the Capitol Police who had been removed that said, oh, no, that's not correct. We were begging for help from the government, and y'all wouldn't give it to us. Right, right. So something was not right about that whole thing, and I think we all kind of have that feeling about it. Yeah. And I don't want to see people trespassing at the Capitol, uh, but it, it just the whole thing was very odd doing what now Netflix did live. Netflix did a live comedy ordeal around Chris Rock. Uh, and um, and but, but some of this has already been said. I talked to some people that have seen him on his tour. Uh, and uh, and he, he's, he's, hey, he, hey. <laughs> he's out there. We, he's hey, ready. We, we ain't holding back anymore. So <laughs> no, he, he's, he's enough tall. time has passed. He feels safe. Right. right. Uh, yeah. yeah. He feels like that, um, you know, the, the, the odds of um, – I guess Will Smith finding him and, and hitting him again are low. Uh, now, he let me just caution you. Anytime Chris Rock's doing a stand-up thing, 
I haven't seen it, but uh, I know there's a lot of language. Oh, yeah. Tons. Tremendous yeah, about a language. So we're not going to play anything of that. We have uh, some of the clean. He gets much deeper into it than mm. this, but we can't play it. I mean, it's yeah, just, just it's, a little it's preview just here. Yeah, and there, there's the slap. Do you remember breaking down the slap? At one, mm-hmm. at one point, we I thought, thought it, was fake. it was a skit, and then we thought, well, he really didn't get hit. I remember breaking that down. Who's, yeah, it was yeah. bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, somebody was well, something. you know, you, you see people, and it's awful when this happens, you see women, uh, sadly, you know, spousal abuse is just not, it is a horrible thing. What about but, comedian abuse? Yeah, but I will tell you that I think Will Smith is a victim. Uh, when I mean, if she is, are they married? It's an open mm-hmm. marriage kind of. Mm-hmm. The way he's been mentally abused by this woman, I mean, I mean, she's made him crazy, and there, yeah. and and you see yeah. that right there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Chris Rock and the other stuff really takes that on. Mm-hmm. That you know the things that she's done to him, and he's really saying she's the problem in all this, and yeah. I, I just suffered what she has caused. You uh, better be careful. He's yeah. using, using her name again. I know. It came out of his mouth. Well, well it's still there, I think. Yeah. And there's a running theme in his stand-up all night long leading up to this moment of talking about Will Smith, and that is he doesn't want to make a black rapper mad at him. Yeah. And everybody starts laughing. Mm-hmm. He talked about Beyonce and Jay-Z, and he's right. like, but that's no dig against Jay-Z. And then he starts talking about Snoop Dogg, and he goes, mm-hmm. nah, there's no dig against Snoop Dogg because I don't want to have a black rapper mad at me. Mm-hmm. Everybody starts laughing, and then finally he gets to it. Okay. And here it is. Y'all know what happened to me, getting smacked by Suge Smith. Suge <laughs> <laughs> Smith. Everybody knows smacked in the Oscars by this mother and people like did it hurt it still hurts I got summertime ringing in my ears and I'm not a victim baby you will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying you will never see it never gonna happen I couldn't believe it and I love men in black <laughs> <laughs> never gonna happen. No. I took that hit like Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then everybody's like, why didn't you retaliate? And he starts talking about the physical difference between the First two of, of them. All, I know you can't tell on camera. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. <laughs> we are not the same size, okay? <laughs> we are not. It's got this guy, Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. <laughs> if I'm in a movie getting open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. <laughs> hey, it's Rick and Bubba, and we hope you'll make plans to join us tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Yes, it's your dose of sanity in a world that has gone insane. All tomorrow on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.